You're listening to the What The Fab podcast, where empowered women empower women through candid conversations, inspiring stories, and tangible tips. I'm your host, Elise Armitage. I'm a digital creator, and I left my nine to five job at Google to chase my dreams of being an entrepreneur. I'm so happy to have you here. Let's get into some real talk. Hello and welcome back to the What The Fab podcast and what I am picturing is probably the last episode of the year. Last episode of 2021, we're rounding things out with episode 30. Not bad, 30 episodes this year, not exactly once a week like I was picturing when I first kicked it off in January when we were still stuck at home and had plenty of time. But we're going to talk a little bit more about that and how in 2022, one of my goals is to publish weekly for the podcast and to really maintain that and keep that up and keep up that consistency. But this episode, since we are rounding out the year, it's obviously a very reflective time and the perfect time to do some kind of internal reflection, visioning, and then goal setting for the new year. I love this time of year. I get super excited and jazzed about talking about and thinking about new goals for the year. I don't necessarily call them New Year's resolutions. I feel like New Year's resolutions drop off like January, but goal setting and having a vision, a strategic vision for your year, where you want to be at the end of the year, what you want to accomplish. It's so freaking powerful. So for today's episode, we're going to dive into how I do that. I have a freebie workbook for you. That's my visioning workbook that I use every year with Omid, and we're just going to get all into it. Before we dive in, a quick reminder to go ahead and hit subscribe to the What The Fab podcast through whatever platform it is that you're listening on. We're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and lots of other ones. So like I said, we're going to be publishing new episodes once a week in 2022. That is my goal and you won't want to miss them. We have some really exciting interviews and interesting topics coming up in the new year. Secondly, if you have not taken a second to rate and review the podcast on Apple Podcasts, I would really, really appreciate it if you could go ahead and do that. It's what helps this podcast grow. All right, let's get into it. So first and foremost, you can grab the show notes and the visioning workbook for 2022 that I am going to be talking about and referencing in this episode at whatthefab.com slash 2022, the number 2022. So head over there, grab your visioning workbook and you can follow along. So like I said, goal setting is it just like gets my juices flowing. I am a type eight Enneagram. So I am very like driven and focused on my goals, whether it is my business, my home life, my personal life, taking care of myself and setting goals around that. It just like really gets me going. And the more specific you can be, not just with what your goal is, but how you are going to achieve that goal. What are the small actions and steps that you are going to take every day, every month to move the needle and at the end of the year be like, wow, I really accomplished XYZ because you can have a really specific goal of like, I want to lose 20 pounds. But if you don't have a clear action path and goals for, I like to break them down month by month of like, I'm going to do XYZ in January. I'm going to do this in February. It's really, really easy to get off track and just kind of like float along throughout the year. You get busy and you don't necessarily hit that goal, even though it was a specific goal that you set for yourself. So this is why I love the visioning worksheet that we go through 
through every year. Omid and I do it. We've been doing it for like, I think this might be our fifth year now. And it is so freaking powerful. You guys are going to love it. If you did it last year, then hopefully you loved it. I know a lot of people downloaded the 2021 version, but the visioning worksheet really starts with a lot of reflection. So like reflection on the previous year, thinking through 2021, what were some wins? What were some things that you wanted to accomplish, but you didn't get to? Lessons learned? What were your favorite moments of the year? And then also just taking stock of your life. So there's a part where you go through and you kind of quantify and rank different aspects of your finances, your home, your romantic life, your friendships, your family, and how those relationships and dynamics are shaping up for you. And that quantifying these different kind of verticals of your life is so enlightening. I have had so many realizations like every year from doing this where I'm like, oh, I'm like really not happy with this aspect of my life. Like last year when I did this for 2021, I was like, oh, my self-care needs a lot of work. Like I'm ranking really low. And so that is going to help guide you for what types of goals you set for the new year. It's easy to just be like, okay, I need to make more money or I need to lose weight. Is that what you really want or need? Like take stock in all the aspects of your life and let that guide you instead of just kind of feeling like you need to set a goal that's I need to make more money or I need to lose weight. So grab the visioning worksheet. It's whatthefab.com slash 2022. If you would like to hear hear a more in-depth episode about like going through the visioning worksheet and like why the different parts are important. You can listen to my episode that was one of the very first What The Fab podcast episodes where I go through this myself for this year for 2021. So you can listen to that episode. You can hear it at whatthefab.com slash 2021. Since I have already talked through in that episode all the different parts and pieces of this visioning worksheet, I'm not going to do that in this episode but what I am going to do is kind of reflect on this year, 2021, and the goals that I set for myself, how I was able to use this visioning worksheet to guide these goals, what I was able to accomplish this year, what I'm looking forward to next year, and a a couple of like changes and tweaks that I'm making to how I do this. So every year, and this is part of the worksheet, I set, I choose a word that is like my word for the new year. I know a lot of people do this and I actually shared on my stories at the beginning of 2021, a little questions box, and I had people put in what their word was for 2021. And it was really cool to hear all of of the different words that people chose. So my word for 2021 was intention. I wanted to be really intentional with how I was spending my time, what I was focusing on. Yeah, just like having intention with everything that I do. Other words that I loved that I remember that people shared last year, (laughs) one of my favorites was unfuckwithable. Get it, girl? People chose words like joy, progress, gratitude. There were tons. I'll do another questions sticker on my stories this year and see what people are thinking of for 2022. So my word last year was intention. I am still pinpointing the word that I am going to choose for 2022. Omid and I haven't sat down and like gone through the visioning workbook yet. We're actually going to do it next week when we're in Costa Rica. I'm picturing lying by the beach with a pina colada in hand. But one word that I keep having pop up in my mind is vision. So this year I was part of Julie Solomon's mastermind group. If you're an influencer, you know who Julie is. She's incredible. She runs Pitch It Perfect and several of these mastermind groups. I had never been in a mastermind before. It was such a new experience for me and it was 
amazing. Like we, I mean, she killed it. We had so many different incredible coaches that were involved in Julie's business. Uh, We had a couple of in-person retreats and then of course access to Julie on a monthly basis and just like really learning from her in terms of how she has grown her business, but also mindset. And one thing that we kept coming back to, especially in our second retreat towards the end of the year was what is the vision? What does the vision say? And letting that guide all of your decisions and actions. And I feel like this year I had a lot of really exciting growth with my business. I had a lot of personal growth, especially tied to this mastermind and my mindset around abundance and finances. It was a really, really positive experience. And so now I'm like, okay, what does the vision say? Like, what do I want my life to look like? And how can I set up my business, my home life, the structure of my team to support that vision? So when I'm thinking about my vision, I really want more space and stillness and just like calmness in my life. I am a very, I can be a high strung person. Like I am type A, I have a lot of energy and ideas. I can kind of like get carried away with the momentum and feel like I have to do this and this and this. And this year when I reflect on it, I mean, it was a tough year. I know for a lot of people, like it wasn't 2020, thank God, but it was still a kind of a rough year. And I know from talking with a lot of my friends that a lot of us are feeling the same way that 2020 was this like weird year. And then 2021, things like opened back up. It felt normal for a little bit. Now we're having pandemic deja vu with like Omicron and like another wave. And during the times that it felt safe to like go out, travel, do your thing, we kind of did this like weird slingshot effect where like 2020, we were pulling back the slingshot and then we got vaccinated and let go of the slingshot. It was just like, like we took off, we're off to the races and there was just no stopping us and it was go, go, go. I absolutely have felt that way. I have been slamming, jamming on things with my business. I also have been traveling like crazy. It's interesting how I'm kind of craving the opposite of what I have. Like we were stuck at home last year and I was so sick of just like being stuck at home, which I'm sure many of you felt the same way that this year I was like, I want to travel. I want to make up for that like lost time where we were just sitting at home. This past month, I think I was home for a week. After traveling so much, I can't wait to just be at home. I was talking with another girlfriend of mine about this and she was like, I've been so busy and traveling so much that I find myself genuinely wishing that we'll have another lockdown. So I have to stay home. (laughs) It's just like, whoa, like these are two extremes and like opposite ends of the spectrum. And I need to find a more balanced, happy medium. And for me, like I've gotten pretty good at saying no to things that I just like know I don't want to do. I am really fortunate that my business has gotten to a place where I can do that. It affords me the flexibility to be able to do that. What I am not good at is saying no to things that sound fun or exciting, but I'm just like super slammed. I'm like, oh, that sounds great. I'll figure out how I can make that work. Even though I'm like traveling for two weeks, I want to do this other thing too. You know, I have this trip and I got invited on this press trip. That means that I would only be home for like 24 hours, but like I really want to do both of them. So I'll make it work. I think that's okay sometimes, but doing that all the time, it's starting to take its toll. So for 2022, when I am making these types of decisions, I want to go back to what is the vision. And the vision, like I said, is having more calmness and like free time and flexibility and space. And so if I am making a decision that is going to negatively impact that, that's not part of the vision. So for example, I've already made one of these decisions that 
that it honestly it was hard. You guys might kind of laugh at this and be like, that's a no brainer that you should say no to that. But I have a trip with my family in February planned to Maui and I got an invitation for a press trip to Memphis with this really aesthetic and beautiful company that has Airbnbs in Memphis. They are putting together this like incredible blogger trip. It looks like so much fun. The timing of that trip would give me just a few days at home in between my Maui trip and Memphis. And it would also mean that I would miss Omid's birthday. Now, I haven't even talked to Omid about this because I did come to the conclusion that I needed to decline the press trip. But if I did, I know that he would have said like, it's okay. Like, don't worry about my birthday. I'll have another one next year. Like, this sounds like a great networking opportunity for you. It sounds like so much fun. Like, you should do it. I know that he would be supportive in that way. So that wasn't something I was worried about. But when I stepped back and I thought about what does the vision say, it says space and stillness and not missing things like my husband's birthday. So even though I really wanted to go on this trip and I feel like maybe the old me would have been like, yes, I can make it work. I declined. I said no. So that's just an example of my word for next year and how I'm already trying to keep it in mind, implement it and live with that word in mind. Hold up. I have to tell you about my new What the Fab presets. I finally launched digital product and let me tell you, it was a lot harder than I expected it to be, but I am so excited that they're live. They're available. You can shop them on the website. You can just go to whatthefab.com slash presets to see them in all their freaking glory. (laughs) These presets are something that I have been refining and tweaking over the years. And after almost a decade of being a travel blogger and lifestyle blogger, I'm finally making them available to you to purchase and to use on your own photos. So whether you are a full-time content creator or this is your side hustle or you just want beautiful aesthetic photos for your feed, I'd love for you to check them out. Presets are honestly a game changer Using Lightroom presets has really optimized how I'm able to edit my photos. It makes everything cohesive and beautiful and branded so that when you see one of my pictures on Instagram or Pinterest, you know that it's coming from what the fab. And you can have that kind of brand cohesiveness too by using the presets and tweaking them for your own skin tone and style. They also have saved me hours upon hours of editing photos. I mean, it used to take me half a day to go through you know, hundreds of photos from a shoot. Now I can just do it within one or two clicks. And then if I'm using desktop, batch sync it across all of the photos. It's amazing. Like I said, game changer. And these presets are, they're light and airy and will make your photos look beautiful, whether you're shooting on an iPhone or in the raw on DSLR. I've got the mobile pack. I've got the desktop pack. So there's something for everyone. If you want to edit just on the go, the mobile pack is a great option and you can use Lightroom mobile. The app is free. So that's a really great option for someone who's doing this as a side hustle or a beginner. And then if you are building building a brand, um, maybe this is your full-time thing, you'll probably want both the mobile and the desktop versions because then you'll be able to edit on the go on the app, but then also really like sit down in front of your computer, do that batch editing I was talking about, and just have that really cohesive vibe across all of your photos. So I hope you'll check them out. And I'm so excited. I have a little gift for you. So you can get one of my mobile presets for free. Just go to whatthefab.com slash free and you can get my world traveler mobile preset for free and you can use it on the 
Adobe Lightroom app on your phone. And the World Traveler preset, I've used it on every type of photo imaginable. It's light and airy and beautiful and just makes you look glowy. I've used it on selfies, date night pics, home decor, food, um, my friends, kids, and of course, my jet setting travel pics. So I know that you will love it. Again, go to whatthefab.com slash free to grab that free preset for yourself. Enjoy it. Love it. Use it. I can't wait to see what kinds of photos you create with it. And be sure to use hashtag WTFAB presets so I can see and share on my stories. All right, let's get back to the episode. Now, let's take a look at the goals that I set for myself for this year, for 2021, and see how I did. So we went through our visioning worksheet and the three areas that I identified that I wanted to really focus on for the new year for 2021 was financial and my business. The second one was homes. So, you know, we moved to Napa during the pandemic and we made a lot of progress on updates, but there was still plenty that I wanted to do. So home was the second one. And the third one was self-care. So that was something that I kind of hinted at earlier that going through the visioning workbook, I was like, oh, my self-care really could use some help. And so those were the three areas that I wanted to focus on. So the next step for me, and the, the workbook helps you do this, making goals that are specific and attainable and then breaking them down month by month. So you've probably heard of SMART goals and some visioning worksheets or some goal setting worksheets will make you go, you know, look letter by letter and write out like S is for specific. How is your goal specific? And write that out. And I just think that's kind of dry, but my visioning worksheet does naturally make your goals SMART goals. So if you're not familiar, SMART stands for S specific, M measurable, A attainable, R realistic, and T time bound. So by going through what's in the visioning workbook, your goals are going to be SMART goals. And I feel like S and M are kind of similar, like it's specific and measurable. Like you're, you're not saying like, I want to lose weight. You're saying I want to lose 15 pounds. Like A and R are also, I feel like the same thing, like attainable and realistic. So anyways, those are kind of the key components of good goals. And I think that the time bound one is really important too. And so this next part of the visioning workbook helps to make it more specific and also time bound. In the worksheet, there is a page that says strategic vision by design, and you start kind of breaking down your goals. And then you go ahead and for each month of the year, you put a specific action, small goal that is part of that kind of broader category in each month. So we're going to go through mine and see how I did. So again, my goals and areas of improvement for 2021 were financial, home, and self-care. So for each month, I had three lines. One was a goal or an action I was going to do to move my goals with finances forward. One was for the home, one was for self-care. So in January for finances and business, I put that I was going to set my goals for the new year and kick off the mastermind group that I had joined. Check, did that. For the home, I had written that we would get new hardwood floors. We did that. And then for self-care, I put that I was going to start doing meal planning for the week. So I wanted to, on Sundays, start to put together, okay, this is what we are going to eat for dinner throughout the week. They are healthy options and I'm going to order 
all of the groceries on Sundays. It's actually really interesting reflecting back on that because that has absolutely stuck. That is what I do now on Sundays. I meal plan for the entire week and it has really helped. I mean, not just with my self-care in terms of like eating healthier, but also just with time management. Like I'm not, you know, on a Tuesday night thinking like, oh shit, like what am I, what are we going to cook for dinner? What are we going to eat? I'll just grab this like frozen bag of chicken teriyaki from Trader Joe's. Now it's like every week on Sundays, I know that I'm going to be planning out healthy meals for dinner for the coming week. So that, that was a really good one that stuck. In February, my financial and business goal was to put together a plan to hire someone as a contractor to support what the fab better. And check, I did that. So I chatted about this with some of the business coaches in my mastermind group. I chatted with my tax and financial advisor about it. And I started chatting with Anissa, who was my intern at that time. And for the year and a half before that about if she would be interested in working with me and with what the fab in a more official capacity. So that was really exciting. Check. I did that for the home. I put get new carpet and organize my office. Probably should have split those up into two different months, but I did both of those. And then for self-care, I wrote meditate consistently. Check that off too. I'm definitely meditating more often than before. I could make it more consistent. So that's kind of, I'll put, I'll put a semi check there. I'm not going to go through every month, you guys, but just to kind of give you an idea, I'll do a few more. So in March, I put for business and finances, create my first digital product. That didn't happen in March. <laughs> it did happen, but it took me a lot longer than I thought that it would happen. I just want to note that like as you're going through this for yourself, that's okay. Like if you know you had this goal to launch something or do something in March, but it happened in June, that's still a win. Like the overall goal is that you're going to be progressing these things forward during the next year. So I would still put a check there, but maybe like a little arrow that this happened in June. For the home, I put organize our walk-in closet and build the walk-in closet, which we did. Ugh, I love the walk-in closet. I need to do a post about like how we built it out and used all Ikea, but I think they're pretty like sold out during the pandemic, which is a huge bummer. And then for self-care, oh, this is a fun one. I put take a bath every weekend. I don't think that I did. I don't have a check mark next to this one, but I do know that I did start taking more baths this year. So loving that one for myself for self-care. So you guys get the idea. So I, you know, wrote these micro goals for these three areas of my life for every single month. And again, it can be fluid. Like I have one here that was like in June, it says connect with someone from the mastermind group outside of the group calls. I didn't do that in June, but I did that in October. Like great. Some of them will become habits that you can stick with and will just like continue to improve your life, like consistently meditating or another one that I had in here for April for self-care was to try doing one day a week where we do a digital detox, where we don't look at our phones or our laptops. And that is something we called it no cell Sundays. That was something that was freaking life-changing. If you want to go back and listen to how we did this digital detox and other ideas for doing a digital detox, you can listen to episode number 11. That is something that, you know, as I'm looking through these monthly goals, things have been so crazy the last few months that we've kind of gotten away from doing these no cell Sundays. So that's just like a great reminder that I want more stillness and space in my life and I want to focus on that for 2021. I will absolutely be bringing that back as a micro goal probably in January, like start back up with no cell Sundays. So as I'm looking through all of these monthly goals and micro actions, like there are definitely a handful that 
I just didn't get to. That is okay. So like for the home, one of the goals was to finish painting our house. <laughs> you would think that that would be like high up on our priority list, but we just kind of lost steam. Like painting is a pain in the ass and we had a lot of time and motivation to do it when we first moved in. And when we were stuck at home, we finished the entire upstairs and like maybe a quarter of the downstairs and we just haven't finished it. So that is something that I definitely want to take care of in 2022. There are a few other like house things that we didn't get to. We definitely did some exciting things though for the home. Like we got a hot tub that was on my list of house things that I wanted to do. And you know, things can change. Like in December, I had written for the home. I wanted to host Christmas for the first time. Well, it turns out we're actually going to be traveling this year for Christmas. So again, that's okay. But looking at this holistically and like all of, you know, the three different goals that I set for each month for these different categories, I'd say like 70% of them are checked off. And if I hadn't set these monthly goals, who knows where I would be, how much progress I would have made on these different areas. So setting these monthly goals and again, making it specific has been so helpful for me. It helps you design your life and like move the needle in the direction that you want to be going in. Otherwise, it's just like there's so much going on, isn't it? It feels like there aren't enough hours in the day. So making this a priority. And then the other thing that I do that is really helpful is I check back every month. So I like touch base with myself at the beginning of the month. I look at, okay, what are the three goals that I set for myself for this month? Okay, how am I going to accomplish this? What is my schedule like? Am I traveling for half of the month and I'm going to have to block out this weekend to do XYZ and like making a plan for it in that month? It makes it so much more attainable. Again, smart goals, attainable and realistic and just actionable and doable. And then the other thing I do is as we start to progress throughout the year, I look back at the previous month and I say, okay, so for February, my plan was to put together a workflow and plan for hiring someone. For the home, it was getting new carpet. And for self-care, it was to meditate consistently. Like, did I check all of those boxes? Did I do all of those things? Or do I maybe need to move, like, did the carpet not come and we didn't get that done? And I kind of need to move that over to March. Like, what's realistic? What can I do? What did I check off? And what do I need to move to the next month and make sure that I get done? The other thing here that I think would be super helpful is accountability. So maybe you have somebody that you are doing a touch base with every month and you're both checking in on each other's goals. Omid and I haven't done this and I think we will for 2022 because this thought just came to me of like, okay, I'm fairly, I'm no shade, but like I would say that I probably hit more of these monthly goals than Omid did of his own goals. I, I don't have data to back this up yet. We will do some reflections, like I said, in Costa Rica, but that's just a feeling that I have based on what I've seen for this year. But I think that doing a touch base at the beginning of every month would be really helpful. Like, okay, what are your three goals for this month that you're going to get done? You know, we're both so busy. We both run our own businesses. I saw a meme recently. It wasn't really a meme. It was just kind of like conversations on Twitter that got screenshotted, but it hit. So it was saying, basically, if you feel like there aren't enough hours in the day to do it all, to work a 40-hour work week, to do self-care, to work out, to maintain your relationships with your family and your friends, to cook and clean and maintain your home. Like if you're feeling like it, that's impossible, it's because it is. <laughs> like we set these standards based on a 40-hour work week that was invented when it used to be the case that one person would go to work, the 
that sole income could support an entire family and one person would stay home and maintain the house and cook and clean and take care of the kids. Now, that is just not the case for most people. That has just completely shifted. And for a lot of us, like we're both, we're working, we're trying to make sure that our home doesn't look like a shit show. We're trying to take care of ourselves. We're trying to maintain our relationships. Like, and then if you think about it, this was like the second post off of this like Instagram carousel that I was reading. If you think about how most of our work days are structured, it's like you get up, you go to work, you get home around 530, maybe even later, and then you have to cook and clean and pick up the house. Okay, you got to eat your food. Let's say we're looking at 7 p.m. And then in order for you to get eight hours of sleep, you're probably going to bed around 10 or 11 p.m. So that gives you three or four hours at the very end of your day when your brain is fried, your body is exhausted to do other things like work out, self-care, maintain your relationship. It's like the worst hours of our day when we're exhausted and that's all we have left over during the work week. And I read that and I was like, dang, like it's so obvious, but I had never thought about it in that way, like that we're running on empty towards the end of the day. And that's the time that's allotted for like all the other things besides work. And I had really not taken a step back and thought about how this 40 hour work week was created during a very different time when the dynamics were different. So all of this to kind of go back to my point of accountability, because it's really easy to let these other areas slip, especially if you're very like career oriented and focused. I mean, it takes up so much of our our time and energy and our life that it's really easy to kind of let the other things slip. So I'm going to make Omid do this with me. Hopefully he's excited about it. But every month we are going to check in on the previous month's goals. We are going to forecast and plan for the next month's goals. Like, okay, we said we want to do this for the house in April. We are only home this weekend in April. So that's the weekend that we are painting the living room or whatever it is so that we can make sure that these things and these goals actually get met and don't just slip and we end up like binge watching The Witcher all weekend instead of progressing and moving forward and moving the needle. So this is how I make progress on my goals for the new year. Again, I don't call them resolutions. The goals for the different, I choose my top three areas of my life that I want to progress and specific ways that I want to progress them. So breaking it down month by month has worked wonders for me. And when I look back and I see that I have made progress in these three areas, I call that a win. I know that I wouldn't have made as much progress and improvements if I hadn't done the visioning worksheet and broken them out month by month. So I hope that's helpful for you. Again, you can grab your worksheet at whatthefab.com slash 2022 and get started. A year goes by so quickly, but also so much can change in a year. Like look at where we are right now compared to 2020. Like things were bleak. It's still not great. I will absolutely give you that, but we have absolutely moved leaps and bounds. And for myself personally, like looking at how much growth I've had this year, I'm really proud of that. I think that you can absolutely set new goals any time of year. I really love doing it at the beginning of the calendar year because that's when I'm feeling the most reflective. And then looking back on it and looking at what you've achieved for the year and recognizing and celebrating your achievements is also super important and clutch too. So I'm off to go do that with Omid in Costa Rica. And I am wishing you a happy holidays, happy new year. If you have any questions about the visioning worksheet, if you're feeling stuck anywhere, or if you're just finding these like light bulb moments or realizations, please share them with me. I love chatting about this stuff. You can shoot me an email 
email at elisaatwhatthefab.com or you can slide in my DMs at WTFab. Share on your stories when you're doing your visioning worksheet. Like, are you lounging by the pool? Are you cozied up at home? Like, I would love to see it. Don't forget to share that. And here's to crushing our goals in 2022.